You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 64. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, we are going to talk about debt. What an amazing thing to talk about, right? Something we all love to talk about, debt. (laughs) So I've been posting uh, a theme of episodes, I realized. Uh, More of the episodes lately I've been sharing have been around money and understanding uh, how money works, your thoughts about money, your relationship with money. And I think it's very important that I talk about money because First of all, money is one of the topics that will bring will bring up the most stress for your clients. It is one of the topics that brings up the most stress for people. And also a lot of confusion and overwhelm and shame. Uh, so I also like talking about money on this podcast because if you plan to become a coach and also run a coaching business, you must have a understanding of how money works and you must have a strong and healthy relationship with money. Now, there's a lot of things about money that we're either not taught or a lot of things that we're taught that are not healthy beliefs to have around money. So when I decided to pursue my own coaching business, I had to really examine what my beliefs were about money and what thoughts I had about money and how to use it. And a lot of those were very different from how I was raised to approach money. So... As I go through this conversation about good versus bad debt, I want you to know that if you've been approaching the idea of debt in your life uh, wrong, then it's not your fault because we're not taught these things, okay? We're not taught how to navigate financial decisions and make smart investments in ourselves. All right, so let's talk about debt, particularly what is good debt versus bad debt because there is a difference, okay? That's the first thing to understand. Not all debt is created equally, all right? So debt is actually neutral. So it's really important, you're, the very first step that you take when, when you consider any kind of debt you're looking to take on in your life, that not all debt is bad, okay? That is a limiting belief that many people have when it comes to their finances. They think, oh, there's debt that will be incurred and that is a bad thing. Debt is not bad, debt is neutral, meaning it's not good nor bad, So it's very important when you look at financial decisions in your life, you don't think, okay, that's going to give me debt, so therefore it's bad, and therefore I shouldn't do it. This is a way that you will limit your growth and your progress and your results and also the amount of money you can make because there are ways that you can intentionally take on some debt to create more money in the long run, which is what I'm going to talk about in this episode. So Another reason that uh, people are sh- struggle with the concept of debt is because some people think that having no debt is like something to be proud of, like it's a badge of honor. Uh, they consider it to be an impressive thing. So I want to pose to you that being debt-free is not something that you need to wear as a badge of honor. In fact, I don't know a single six or seven-figure coach 
who got to that level of success in their business by being debt-free the whole journey. Okay, Every single financially successful coach that I know, including myself, have taken on debt intentionally in order to progress our goals and our coaching businesses. So if you think about trying to live a debt-free life and you think that this is maybe the smartest way to approach your goals and dreams, I want you to think about that a little bit differently as you listen to this episode. So the reason that my life has become so amazing and my coaching business has done so well is because of the debt that I strategically took on. Right? And the reason I see many of our coaches in the academy take off their business is because of debt that they strategically decided to take on. Okay, Now, I believe that it's actually better to have good debt in your life than have no debt in your life. It's better to have good debt in your life than have no debt in your life. Okay, And that is because you can use debt in your favor to create an extraordinarily better life for yourself. You can use debt in your favor to create a better life for yourself, okay? So when you think about financial decisions, another thing to look at is, is this truly a debt, meaning something that's just going to result in a loss, or is this an investment, okay? Because it might be more appropriate to label certain financial decisions as an investment instead of just labeling off any way you spend your money as a debt that you're incurring, okay? Another way that you can help to uh, train your mind to see things this way is when you're looking to invest in something, ask yourself, how will this investment open things up for me in the short term, in the long term? How could this investment improve my income? How will it transform me as a person? Okay, that's very important that you start looking at financial decisions as not just how much is this going to cost me, what am I going to lose, but how am I going to grow from this? What is it going to give me? How will what will I gain from this investment? All right, you will start seeing that many of the things that you just label as a debt could actually be things that could create an investment for you. Okay. Now, if there's any financial decision you're looking at in your life right now that will improve and increase your income, then that is a smart debt for you to invest in. Therefore, if you avoid it or if you decide to not invest in that thing, then it is not smart to do that. All right. So any debt that you're considering that's going to give you a return, you will get an investment from that then it is smart for you to take on that in debt that debt that is the good kind of debt that you want to take on okay so for example i've shared this in another episode uh i remember i was looking to hire a coach and enroll in their program and it was to this was years ago i wanted to increase the revenue i was bringing in in my business and i knew that hiring this coach i i knew that i was going to uh be able to make more from going through that coach's program but i decided to hold off because I thought, oh, maybe I'll wait for a better time or you know, maybe I can just, uh, just let some things simmer down in my life. And I waited six months and then I joined this coach's program and to no one's surprise, I was, I was generating more money in my business almost immediately. Uh, almost immediately, I was, I was generating about $10,000 more per month 
in my business. So of course that's amazing. I was very happy about that. But the thing that I really took away is that the six months that I waited were six months that I could have been making at least an extra $10,000 a month in my business. So there was a loss of at least $60,000, okay? Because I thought, oh, maybe I should wait. But really, when I looked at that, that procrastination a little bit closer, I was thinking, oh, I don't know if I should pay for this program because it's gonna be a debt that I'm taking on. I don't know if I wanna have that debt. So I had to, I forgot that, this isn't a debt. This is an investment. This is a smart thing. This program is going to make me more money. So therefore, waiting is just losing me money, right? When there's a, some kind of financial decision you have and you know that it's not a debt, but it's an investment that you're going to get a return from, then the smartest thing to do is to take on that financial investment right away because every single day that you let slip by, you are losing money. You're losing out on that return. So let's talk about examples of good versus bad debt. Good debt. Good debt is investing in something that will give you a return. That's one example. Good debt is something that will build your wealth, something that's going to build your wealth. Another example of good debt is a skill that you can monetize. Okay, When you invest in learning a skill that you can monetize, that is good debt. Okay, so what are some examples, specific examples of good debt? Um, one is coach training, right? Investing in coach training is investing in the best skill you can ever learn in your life, okay? Because whether or not you wanna have a coaching business, you learning a co- the skill of coaching and applying that to your life, you will learn how to get any results you ever wanna get in your life. You will learn how to use your mind to get anything you want out of life. You will learn how to coach yourself through challenges in your relationships, You'll learn how to coach yourself through challenges in your career, with your, with your health. You will learn how to encourage and inspire and empower people as well. Okay, so that is an example of a good debt to take on investing in coach training because no matter where you go in a business, your coaching business, or even if you don't decide to pursue a coaching business, that's totally fine. This is a skill you're going to be able to use to increase the value of your life, increase the uh enjoyment and purpose and fulfillment that you get from your life, okay? That is an amazing debt to take on. Like I know for myself that the best investment I've ever made is investing in the skill of coaching. Learning that skill is hands down the best investment I've ever made in myself. Okay, another example of good debt is investing in a, I'm going to talk specifically to things that might be more relevant to aspiring business owners or, you know, upcoming uh, or, or current business owners, investing in some kind of software, some kind of software that might allow you to get things done faster or allow you to expand your reach. So if you're investing in a software that's going to put you out and fr- put your offer or your business in front of your ideal clients, then this is a smart investment to make because you might pay for that software, but it's going to generate you more in the long run, all right? Um, investing in your first virtual assistant or executive assistant. This is an example of good debt, okay? Because at first, you're going to have to pay that assistant every single month. And I remember when I was hiring my first assistant, I think we have eight people on our team now, but when I was hiring my first person, it was hiring an assistant. And I was worried about spending uh, you know, hundreds of dollars a month 
I think at the time I had the assistant work just part-time. So I was, I was worried about investing and spending several hundreds of dollars a month because I thought, oh no, I'm going to you know, have debt and I'm, I'm going to be spending that money. But I had to remind myself, wait, having that assistant is going to take things off my plate. So I'm going to be able to use my energy in a more productive way. And the assistant's going to help me generate more business in the long run. And that's exactly what happened. Okay. Another example of good debt is investing in your education. Now, specifically, this is really important. I, I want to put a very important distinction here. Not just any kind of education, okay? But investing in education where you're going to learn a skill that you can monetize, okay? You must learn a specific skill that you can monetize. Just learning information is not enough. You must learn a skill that you can monetize, all right? And then good debt is also anything else that's going to save you time or make you more money. Anything that's going to save you time or make you more money, all right? So uh, some of our uh, students, when they enroll in the academy, they take out some debt. Like for many people who want to become coaches, the first debt that they incur is, is the debt of coach training, is learning how to be a coach. I mean, if you want to have a coaching business, you need to know how to coach. That's step one. <laughs> you need to know how to coach well and have mentorship and practice and learn proven frameworks and tools, okay? So this, for coaches, the very first investment you make in your business is learning the skill of coaching, okay? And when you do that, there is the temporary debt. And you have to have a conversation with your brain as you're doing this, right? You have to remember, okay, I'm investing in the a very first and most important skill, the skill that I'm going to monetize. And for a lot of you, this is going to be your first time learning how good debt versus bad debt works, okay? So this is why I'm making this episode because I want you all to consider that when you are looking to grow a business and make more money, becoming and learning how to coach is going to be an investment, your very first way to do this in real time, okay? So for a lot of our coaches, we see that they make they take out the debt, they make an investment in becoming a coach. And then usually by halfway through the program, we have at least 50% of our coaches that start attracting clients and paying clients and making their money back. So they start seeing, okay, like for example, in your third month after coach training, maybe you make $2,000. And then the month after, you make $4,000 from just coaching. And then five, your fifth month, you make $6,000. And then your sixth month, you make $8,000. So you just go up and up and up. And then before you know it, you realize, okay, I've now earn that money back from learning this skill. This skill allowed me to earn that money back. And now everything on top of that is just pure profit. I'm able to take that and go wherever I want to go with it. Okay. And then for many coaches, after they, uh, after they go through coach training, the next thing that they do, because there's, as a business owner, you're going to have a lot of decisions on things you need to pay for, right? There's no one who gets an award for, you know, running their business without getting any help. So, you will often look at, okay, what is maybe a software that would help me run my business smoother, that will help me put my offer in front of clients, that will help me get my message and story out into the world? Or who is an assistant, virtual or executive assistant that I can hire to help make things easier, to help take things off my plate so I can focus more on the coaching and, and, and allow more clients to come in? All right, so these are some examples of how you will be approaching this good debt versus bad debt question as you begin to grow your coaching business. So what are some examples of bad debt? 
Let's talk about that. Bad debt is just something that you spend money on and you don't get anything back from it. Okay, so an example of that is spending money on education or even a degree that's not going to teach you a skill you can monetize. Okay, so if you are spending, like I hear sometimes when people are looking to become a coach, I've heard people say, oh, well, I was thinking of doing coaching or maybe going back to school to become a social worker or get my master's in counseling. And what I present them with is, okay, are you going to learn a skill that you can monetize, but not just monetize, but be able to earn what you want to earn, be able to earn what you want to earn, okay? So if you're going back to school to get a degree, you have to consider how much does that degree cost and what are you able to earn with that degree and how long will it take you before you can start to see that return become profit, okay? Because not every degree is created equal. So some education could be considered a bad debt. And this is why a lot of people are questioning higher education. They're questioning if it's really the smartest idea to send their kids to go to a university and take out uh, over $200,000 worth of debt, student loan debt, when their kid is not getting a career that's going to have them pay that back in a good amount of time, okay? So you really want to question certain degrees if really you're going to learn, a, that if they're going to teach you a skill that you can monetize and monetize in a way that's going to get you the money you want to make in your life. Another example of bad debt is getting something that has... Uh, value that diminishes, okay? Having something, getting something of value, but that value goes down, all right? That value just goes down. So um, you're not getting a return from it. Uh, Another example of bad debt is buying something that doesn't grow you as a person. This is really big. So if if you're buying something that doesn't grow you as a person, it's just keeping you the same, then that's not really gonna change things for you. Your your life's not gonna up level at all. So those are some examples of bad debt, okay? Now, when you have no debt in your life, it's a very comfortable place to be in. So maybe some of you listening to this, you have no debt, you've never had debt, and you think, I just never want to have debt in my life. This is a very comfortable way to live, but it's also going to deprive you of opportunities where you can discover what you're really capable of. So if you are attaching yourself to never having debt in your life, you are depriving yourself of opportunities to discover what you're capable of. And a lot of times people do this because they are afraid. They are afraid that they're going to lose their money and they're going to end up homeless on the street. This is the biggest fear that many people have. And out of all of these years of talking to people about their money and also all of my clients that have worked with me because... Uh, you know, my program is not cheap and I charge a premium, I stack on the value. Sometimes people say like they're afraid to make the investment because they're just worried like they're going to put themselves in a bad financial situation. I have never heard of any of my clients ending up on the street, ending up homeless because of this, because of making an investment in coaching and coach training. And it's because coaching grows you as a person. So you don't go backwards when you invest in coaching. You go forwards in your life, all right? So if you want to avoid debt, if you, if you assume all debt is bad and you just want to avoid it, then you're only going to go for, for things that are cheap and easy and convenient at the expense of things that are value, valuable and things that will transform you, okay? So an example of this as well is sometimes I, I, I have uh, admissions calls with prospective students 
And they tell me that years ago, they went with some cheap coach training program because they just wanted to avoid debt. They just wanted to stay within, quote, their means. And they thought that was the sensible thing to do. But what they realized as they got into that cheaper program is that it was lower quality and they weren't given all the resources they needed. They weren't taught how to actually grow a business. They were just given a certificate and told to figure it all out. And the result is that the, that coach was left thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars out of their pocket, and now they have to pay more to get the proper support that they need, right? So that's one approach that unfortunately some coaches take. And then they come into the academy and like they're set. They don't have to you know, continue to you know, get support because they have all the community and the resources and everything. They have, they have lifetime access to it all. So that's one example of how someone might limit themselves if they avoid debt in their life. They might actually uh, cost themselves getting real value and true transformation versus someone who realizes that not all debt is bad. There can be good debt. There's, there's, something, there's something that is known as intelligent risk. So you must be willing to take intelligent risks if you want to reach your potential and see your, your dreams come true. I have an episode on this podcast called We Are All Entrepreneurs. I loved making that episode. It's episode 48. And that's a great one to listen to if you want to hear me talk more about intelligent risk and being open to taking intelligent risk in your life. Because just like not all debt is bad, not all risk is bad. Okay? So I want to end this episode by, by reminding you all that instead of just looking to buy things that you can, quote, afford, things that are comfortable, things that won't put you into debt, what if you open yourself up to investing in things that will transform you as a person? What if you ask yourself that question, what will transform you as a person and make you someone who can afford anything? I love that question. I want to say it one more time. What will transform you as a person and make you a person who can afford anything? All right, that's what I got in this episode on good versus bad debt. Before you go, here's a clip sharing one of our graduate stories on how they became successful as a coach and some tips for you to become successful too. So enjoy their story and I'll see you in the next episode. I'm a licensed therapist, but now I'm also a certified coach. So that just opened all kinds of doors for me, right? So now I'm not limited to the state that I work in. I can see clients all over the world online, or I could travel and see them. It's really just completely expanded my life. The truth for me is I, I used to have a pretty heavy duty resentment towards coaches because going through the graduate programs I've had to go through were very um, grueling and very, very expensive and extensive training was involved. And then I went to several actually you know, relationship workshops and these were led by relationship coaches mm-hmm. and I realized I could do what they were doing, but they were coaches. They weren't licensed um, therapists. I think I would have done it a lot earlier if I didn't have that resentment that I had, which I'm completely over now because I totally get it now. There's so much more you can do as a coach. When you're in a psychology program and you're getting your master's, even your doctorate, they don't teach you how to run a business. 
they don't teach you how to attract clients. You know, they just don't teach you any of that. They certainly don't teach you how to speak in front of people. When I really looked into it, I just knew that it was just, you know how sometimes you just get an intuitive hit? That's what happened. I just got an intuitive hit and I, I will never look back. I have no regrets. So now I actually have, how many do I have now? I have five clients that are in Canada that I'm able to see online from right here, from my dining room. And that's just incredible. You know, traditionally therapy, people come in, you see them for an hour and they pay you. I was able to give myself a tremendous raise and I'm making, oh, I, I would say four or five times as much than I was prior wow. to attending. That's, you know, you're worth it. It's the program is absolutely worth it. I mean it when I say there's just nothing to lose. Just do it. Just do it. I seriously would recommend this to anybody that's considering it. I can't think of any reason not to. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.